Previously on Here There Be. The corpse turns towards you and throws out an arm at you. You feel something curl around your ankle and look down to see flowers. The name of the plant comes to you automatically. Chickweed. So can we find some people who had friends who were magic users? Let's go meet Ronnie. You can see Mary is looking a little bit distressed. It's strictly prohibited to talk about magic. Looking back at Queen Jennifrey, she seems thrilled by this very obvious display of magic. are running high in Kyabrin. In the days since the incident in the basement of the Temple of Freya, more corpses have been turning undead, and like the ones that came before them, they're only active for a few moments before returning to being properly dead. Despite efforts to keep it quiet, the residents of Kyabrin have noticed and are spreading rumours. There's talk of contagion, and a popular rumour is that everything that's become undead died of the same thing, a disease that corrupts your corpse. Meredith. There was another death recently. The cause was again old age. Wilden and the deceased's family are eager to get the body into the ground as soon as possible for fear of it becoming undead. So you have your work cut out for you. It normally takes you around six hours to dig a grave, but you've managed to shave off about 40 minutes due to the time pressure. You started quite early this morning and are nearly finished. You're sweating and your hands hurt. You shovel the last of the dirt out of the grave and lean on your spade for a moment. Looking down at your work, you see a flower in the middle of the grave. It has multiple purple flowers emerging from the same stem and was definitely not there a moment ago. More stems start sprouting from the ground, rapidly growing and flowering in just seconds. They cover the bottom of the grave in mere moments, then start spreading up and out of the grave, overtaking the red of the spider lilies and replacing it with purple. Down at your feet, the stems are starting to wind their way up your legs. Simultaneously, a couple streets away, Jasper wakes up to find himself and a large portion of the room he's in covered in the same flowers. They creep up the walls, still slowly growing and enveloping the room. The name of this plant comes to you both in the same instant. Aconite, also known as Monkshood and Wolfsbane. It's extremely poisonous. You both know that this plant is poisonous, but for some reason, you don't fear it. You instinctively know it doesn't pose a threat to you. Despite this, a sense of dread churns your stomachs. Meredith, 
How do you react to this? Right. <laughs> um, oh, God. Um, um, can I get it off me? Sure. You can, you start, you start pulling your legs up away from these plants. You manage to break away. Great. Right. So I walk away from, from this grave. Is it still growing? You climb out of it first. It is oh, a six foot okay. grave. You're, you're six foot three, so you've got three inches above the top of the grave. <laughs> Do I have to roll for this? No, you can no, you can just climb up. Okay, I climb out of it. Um, is there anyone else around? Mare! <laughs> Borida! <laughs> I just wave. You look over to see Gethin uh, striding towards you. Looking around, you see the Aconite slowly withering and dying. Oh. Gethin doesn't seem to notice it at all. Oh, onions. You're right there. Yes. I've dug up a grave. You've dug up a grave or you dug a grave? Oh, I dug a grave. It'll be weird if you were digging up graves. No, we're going to put the body in it. I figured. Hey, have you seen Mary around? Mary. No. All right, right, right. Well, let me know if you do see him. Is he is he missing? No, no, no. Just no. I just lost sight of him for a moment. What if something happens? I'm sure he's fine. What if he ends up in the grave? I. That's quite the escalation, Mayor. But this does not sound good. You know, I always think he's going to be fine. Anyway, reason I'm here. Mm-hmm. Ronnie has someone they want you to meet. Oh, great. I can't go with you. I've got business elsewhere. But when you're done with all this, whatever you're doing here, uh, go to the castle and tell them you're there to see Ronnie. Castle. Okay. Where, where, where are you going? Oh, I've got guard duty and stuff. Oh. Are you going to look for Mary? Yeah, to do after yeah, I'm yeah, I should really yeah. Have you asked anyone else what happened? No, no, I just lost sight of him a few minutes ago. So oh, a few minutes ago. Yeah, just a few minutes ago. Where where was this? Just a couple streets over. Does this normally happen? No. Then maybe it might be a problem. Well, I think it's going to be all right. Mayor, you look a little strange. Are you all right today? Yes, just all these deaths. Okay. It's very sad. That's that's true. Well, anyway, I've got a I've got a head off now. So, see you around. Tell me if you see Mary. Okay. Meredith waves. Bye. And he leaves. Oh, bother. Jasper, how do you react to the Aconite? Wada? Wada? Jasper? What's wrong? A lot of plants. A lot of, lot of plants just growing in my room. What? That, there's a lot of a... a you know those those poisonous plants uh, that they're, they're growing all around. You hear the 
slow, the very slow creaking of floorboards as Werther makes her way upstairs. Uh, Jasper runs out of the room. I think it's pretty much like one big room, so you you would like run straight down the stairs and into her, I think. Oh, okay. Ah! Uh, sorry. You nearly knock her backwards, but you manage to grab <laughs> onto her on time to stop her from toppling over. Jasper, please watch where you're going. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, but there's, you know, a, a lot of plants growing in my room. I, I, I don't know how. Oh, show me. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't don't touch them. And uh, Jasper leads Wirt up to the room. Jasper, if I can't touch them, then I cannot identify them. I cannot hear plants. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, of course. It's just I don't want you to be poisoned, you know? Right. As you head back up into the room, again, just like what Meredith saw, you see the plants withering and dying and just disappearing back into the floorboards, back into the walls. Uh, oh, um, sorry, it must have been my imagination. Perhaps you were still dreaming. Yeah, yeah, that that must be what it, what it was. Um, I think I need to have a lie down. That might be best. O- okay. Um, sorry. Don't worry. At least you're not running off without telling me again. No, uh, I, I won't do that again, I promise. Jasper, you're not in trouble with anyone, are you? No, no, no. I. I've met a friend. A friend? Yeah, I um I'm looking for their dog. Oh how nice. Yeah, I you know, I, I just don't want you getting involved. The, well, that being said a a few of the things that I created to uh to help catch this dog, it it, it didn't really uh work out. So I was wondering whether you could Help me? Perhaps. I'm quite busy on other things. I There's our project, of course, and I'm making something special for you. Oh, really? Is it a surprise? Yes, it is a surprise. Oh, I like surprises. Can I know what it is? No, Jasper. You misunderstand what a surprise is. The surprise doesn't work if you know about it beforehand. Oh, yeah, of course. No. Well, I, uh, when when am I going to get it? Oh, no, wait, that defeats the surprise. Okay, understood. I'm going to go finish it now. Don't run off. If you do, let me know. Don't get in trouble. 
<laughs> when do I ever get? Don't don't answer that question. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I, I'll I'll wait until the surprise is ready. Meredith. You have some duties to attend to. You are the coffin bearer for the funeral of the person whose grave you have just dug. But after this, you're free to do as you wish. What What are you up to? I guess I'm going to the castle. All right. So you head to the castle. Uh, you recognize one of the knights at the gate. It's Sir Thaldar Flintmain, who you've met uh, a few days ago. Good afternoon, sir. Aha! Meredith! Pleasure to meet you again! Likewise. I'm here to see Ronnie. Who? Roni. Who? Ronnie? Roni. Gathan sent me. Aha! Gathan, you should have said something! Sorry. I see, I see one of his nicknames. Well, don't you worry, Meredith. Wait right here and I'll go fetch someone for you. Brilliant. He comes back after a few minutes with Trillin in tow. Trillin gives you a little wave as a greeting. Good afternoon. Afternoon. All right. Come along, follow me. And they start leading you into the castle. Okay, so today, I don't know what Gethin's told you, but... You are about to meet a princess, so you must act accordingly. Oh. You must call her Your Highness. Your Highness. And bow when you come in, when you enter the room. Bow, like like, like this? Meredith does something. <laughs> I imagine it is very awkward. Yep. Sure, just, ex yes, exactly like that. I've never met a princess before lucky you great yeah. honor for some right have you seen my dog no okay i follow you've been inside the castle twice now but this is the first time you've seen the upper floor unlike downstairs the floors are hardwood you can feel a slight tremor in the floorboards as you walk across them you're led down a corridor that curves to match the exterior of the circular keep. Trillin knocks softly on the door and enters. The walls of the room are panelled. There's a fireplace and attached funnel that juts out from the wall a few inches. The funnel is ornately decorated with figures that might be depicting some kind of scene or story. Ronnie and He Wenjing sit on small stools by the fireplace. Ronnie is wearing much nicer clothes than the last time you saw them. They're in an expensive-looking purple jacket with matching breeches. An elderly woman sits in a chair next to Ronnie. She has dark skin and bushy white hair that halos her head. She wears an ornate dress with large puffy sleeves. Everyone looks towards you and Trillin as you enter. Even Ronnie who you suppose noticed your arrival due to vibrations through the floor. Trillin speaks. Your Highness, this is Meredith. 
The elderly woman looks up and smiles, her eyes crinkling. Oh, hello, dear. Oh, come, come here. Let me see you better. Your, your highness. And then Meredith, like, does the awkward bow. Trillin raises an eyebrow. I've missed you, Orin. Why haven't you come to visit me? It's been so long. It was that to me. That was directed at you, yes. I look. I look back at the others, like really confused, like what's going on. They also look a little confused. From Orin, come, come here, come here. And she reaches her hands out towards you. Yeah, Meredith just walks over. She takes one of your hands and pats it with her other. How are you? I'm. I'm very well, your highness. Oh, please, none of that. Who do you think you're talking to? Call me Eleanor. Eleanor. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> uh, looking to the others now, you see uh, they're not they're not so much confused anymore, but I guess they're looking a little curious, a little apprehensive um so did someone want to tell me something why am i here <laughs> ronnie takes eleanor's hands and starts signing to her apparently to distract her as ho and jing comes over to you and says quietly you were looking for people who could tell you more about magic people who were alive before the ban Eleanor was, and she she has a lot of memory problems. She's stuck in the past, so she doesn't have so many reservations about talking about magic. I see. So you might want to ask her some questions about it. I. Thank you. Um, so Meredith goes over to... The Highness. The Highness. <laughs> Ele Eleanor. And I kneel down. Because she's sitting down, right? Yeah, she's yeah, Okay, she's so sitting. I kneel down and um, hold her hand. Mm -hmm. um, she smiles brightly at you. Eleanor, do you have any stories about magic? Stories about magic? Oh, oh re real stories. Real stories. Oh, oh. well, let me think. I feel like I should be asking you, Orin. You're the one who's so proficient in it anyway. Oh. I, I was, um, I'm, I'm wondering about a specific type of magic. Ooh, oh, are you? What could I possibly tell you? Um, do you know anything about... I look at the others in the back of her. Necromancy. I... No. What? I... No. You've never heard of... Necromancy. You hear a voice behind you. 
Who are you? Oh, shit. Help me. You turn to see a young human woman standing in the doorway. She bears a strong resemblance to Eleanor, with dark skin and long, coily hair. You've never seen her before, but she seems so familiar for some reason. You realize that she's a younger version of the woman you saw in the dream you had a few nights ago. This is Princess Jennifrey, the heir to the throne. Your Highness! <laughs> I oh. bow awkwardly! Eleanor perks up at seeing Jennifrey. Mavi, look, Orhan's come to visit us. Jennifrey sighs, but doesn't seem surprised. She approaches the two of you and says quietly to you. She often gets confused like this. It's best to play along. Yes, that's what I've been doing. So who are you? I'm Meredith. I've been sent by Gaithman to come over here because, yeah, to find out some things. Oh, one of Gaithman's friend, right. She turns to Ronnie. Why I... Okay. A knight enters the room and looks directly to Jennifrey. Your Highness, the prince um, ha- has gone missing. Sir Gethin lost him a-, a few hours ago while they were out in the city. Missing? Meredith's like calculating in their head like, wait, someone was missing. Hmm, that was Mary. Wait, they say prince. Wait, hang on. <laughs> wait, hang on. So Mary's a prince. You could just see Meredith's like clock in their head spinning uh this this whole situation is just a massive fever dream right now (laughs) lies what's the prince's name did they say you know it oh marion that sounds familiar that does sound familiar (laughs) meredith's like pointing up wanting to say something and then it's like doesn't say anything and then, like, wait to see what happens. Jennifer and the knight leave the room without much uh, attention given to you. Oh, onions. Ronnie looks a little worried about hearing this, and Eleanor doesn't really seem to grasp the whole situation quite. Oh, uh, where, where did Mavi go? To look for the prince. Uh, the, the prince? Oh. There are no princes, are there? I don't remember there being a prince. I wouldn't know either. I will look into this for you. Well, Oren, it was lovely seeing you again. Come visit me more. Come visit me more. Oh, I will. Don't worry. Oh, good, good, good. But now I'm, I'm going to take a little, I'm going to take a little nap. Meredith turns around. Has anyone seen my dog? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ronnie starts signing, and Ho Jing translates. She hasn't been able to recognize me or Marion since we transitioned. She still thinks she has three great nieces. Well, she doesn't recognize Jennifer either. Who's Auburn? We've no idea. 
That's another thing on my list to find. Well, sorry this couldn't have been more help to you. It's all right. I've got a mission. <laughs> Meredith like looks into the distance thinking about Mary. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. Alice got you out. Thank you. Hello there and thank you for listening. If you enjoy our show, let us know. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at HearThereBeCast. If you fancy helping us out a bit, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Writing reviews is one of the best ways to get the word out about the show. Our next episode is out on the 9th of March, but before we let you get back to the story, we have another trailer for you. Specifically, a trailer for the second season of Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary is a steampunk Wild West D&D podcast with a heavy focus on story. Their backstory episode alone is stunning. Enjoy! In the last season of the Fey Wild West, a door opened into a world of outlaws, hidden dimensions, and two heroes following the road of revenge and their mysterious heritage. Their adventures introduced them to new allies as well as fearsome enemies, more questions than answers, and an understanding that they only reached the tip of something much larger than themselves. But this story isn't over. Welcome to season two of the Fey Wild West. How did you get like this? I... I don't know. You can't send me back, Celine. Not yet. Why do you seek revenge? You can ask me that. After what they've done? What they will do? You can't trust them. The 42nd are here to help us. Something isn't right. Tell Walker to get his ass down here. If I'm right... You missed one. I didn't believe him. What kind of person makes a deal for someone's soul? I'm so sorry, Ray. I'll give her soul back. If you take care of this small thing for me. Children are disappearing and dusk down. Isn't that where the Venasi are based? My name is Lorelei, and I have come to join the Venasi Order. Welcome to the Shadow Realm, honored guests. The other kids call me Red. How long have you been here, Red? They are all armed with silver. Disgusting dog. Talia Gray, Celine Argent, you are both under arrest. Season 2 of the Fey Wild West premieres on October 2nd, 2019 on the Let's Be Legendary podcast, with patrons as usual getting access to the episodes early. Let's Be Legendary is a queer-run podcast that releases once a week. We're able to maintain this schedule due to the amazing support you have all given us. Please go to iTunes and leave a rating and review to help us navigate the algorithms and allow others to find us. Spreading the word on social media doesn't hurt either, and if you like our podcast, we'd love to know why. We're on all major social media platforms, and we have our own Discord server. We spend a lot of time there. If you'd like to help us out more, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. You'll get access to a ton of exclusives, including Bonus Round, a campaign run partially by our patrons. Until Season 2, stay legendary.
Jasper, what have you been up to? So Jasper has been going around the city um, asking all the merchants that he uh, sees whether they've uh, seen a dog around. Some have seen a dog, some have seen dogs. None of them seem to match the, the description of Meredith's dog. Okay. Um, with that, Jasper is going to go find Meredith. Where do you go to go find them? Uh, to the Temple of Freya. Okie dokie. At some point into the day, you bump into someone you know. It's the blacksmith's apprentice. He spots you from across the street, gives you a wave and a shout. All right, Jasper. Oh, hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Thought you were wearing different clothes earlier. Oh, did you? Yeah, around the market. Well, I I assumed it was you. Had your face covered and all. Oh, yeah. Was it not? No? Uh, I mean, I was going around the market. I, You know, I, I don't usually change my clothes. Oh, guess it wasn't. Guess it wasn't you then. Maybe you're starting a trend, Jasper. People are copying you now. Oh, really? Well, I've always been a trendsetter, you know. <laughs> I like to think myself as one. All right, well, you, t- you take care, take care. Yeah, uh, just out of curiosity, uh, if this person wasn't me, uh, what were they doing? I don't know. Just walking around, walking around the market. Oh, okay. Um, well, it, it's great seeing you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch you later. Uh, yeah, see ya. And uh, Jasper is going to continue to the temple. You head to the temple, but you find that Meredith isn't there. Oh. And uh, um, Jasper is going to go to one of the priests. To Melmere? Yeah, He's to Melmere. You, 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 you know him, yeah, yeah. at least. Uh, hey, uh, Melmere, was it? Aye, aye it was. Right. Um, bit of a odd question, though you can't really ask me why I'm asking about it. Alright. Okay, cool. Um, what do you know about possession? Uh, uh, hmm. Dangerous topic there. I know, but just between you and me, uh, what do you know about people possessing other people? Well, uh, you, uh, mm, ah, how do you... Why are you asking? Uh, well, uh, that's the condition of the question. You can't, uh, you can't ask me why. R- right. I'm fairly sure I laid down the terms. You got me there? Ah, this is a difficult question to answer. I'm not sure I have anything to say about that. Oh yeah, but you must know something. This is a rather taboo conversation topic. Okay, okay, but let me, uh, let me clear the air. I'm not planning to possess anyone, okay? I would hope not. No, I, I, I don't even know how I'd do that. Uh, but just out of curiosity, 
you know, we we've had been we've had some uh, strange things happening recently. Uh, you know, true that corpses coming to life, and I I just wanted to know if it's anything to do with that, and if you have any information on that. So you think someone's been possessing corpses? It's a it's a possibility. I suppose, but it's not. It's not. It's not for us to to think about these types of things. This is for witch finders and the like. No, I I realize that, but you must know something. Come on, and I'm, I'm not trying to pull your leg here. <laughs> Roll persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, it's. Maybe not pulling a leg, but it's just going to go around with the microphone, just asking people like box box. (laughs) So, what's your opinion on this case? Okay, I have rolled. Oh, it is a twenty, not natural. Oh, (laughs) woo! Just looking at my puppy dog eyes. I can see you're a curious kid. I would warn you not not to talk about this with others but possession sure it was possible it was dangerous even then frowned upon and if someone could do that well I'd be very worried I'd be worried for us all did you ever, um, know anyone that could? Possess people? Um, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure, but I did know many magic users. I've spoken for too long. I've said too much. Oh, no, you haven't, you haven't spoken too long at all. I, I know, I know this one person that... That speaks a very, very long time. Uh, you, you, you can give me a bit more, you know. Uh, maybe, maybe a, a list of names, and just, you know, if, if you, if, uh, if you could. I think it's best you leave this for now. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I've, I've overstepped the mark. What are you doing now, Jasper? Sort of just standing there in awkward silence. Um, <laughs> uh, Jasper is going to slowly back away out the door and is going to go look for Meredith again. Okay. Make an investigation check. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is an eight. <laughs> an eight. You do not find Meredith. You ask around a bit, but no one really seems to know where they've gone. You find something else, though. You find someone lying in the street. An elderly human woman. It seems like she's collapsed. There's someone kneeling over her, perhaps checking on her condition. This person stands, and as they do... They turn to the side slightly so that you can see their face. Or rather, that their face is covered by a scarf and a hood pulled low over their eyes. Mushrooms suddenly erupt from the ground, forming a bed beneath the two. 
The masked individual calmly walks off, leaving the woman lying on the ground. Uh, Jasper is going to go look at the woman, but keeping an eye on the figure that's walking off. I just, uh, Jasper just, he, he just wants to make sure she's okay. She seems to be unconscious. Alive, but unconscious. Okay, uh... A couple other people notice that she's lying on the ground and they hurry over and crowd around you. They start asking if she's alright and if you saw what happened and what's going on. Uh, Jasper, sort of, like, trying to get out of the conversation, is still looking at the masked figure and is just trying to explain that he, he just found her, um, maybe ring someone or, uh, like, get someone to... Ring someone? Ring someone? <laughs> On the imaginary phone uh, <laughs> that doesn't exist. Sorry. Uh, get get help. Uh, Jasper's asking to get this woman help, but is going to start pursuing the mass man. Or the mass figure, sorry. Is going to start okay. pursuing the mass figure. I need you to roll perception. Perception. It's never good. Uh, 14? Okay, okay. You're able to keep the figure in sight. You follow them. They walk swiftly but calmly down the street. You can see that they're heading towards the graveyard in the direction you've come from. I'm going to keep my distance, but I'm still going to follow them. I don't want them to leave my sight. As you reach the graveyard gate, you see this figure standing in the middle of the graveyard, and their face is revealed now. It's Mary. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, not sure what to do now. Um, <laughs> right. Oh, I knew it! I a, knew it! Is this a bad idea? Okay. Okay. I'm going to disguise myself. Uh, how so? I could go two ways with this. Okay, I'm going to disguise myself as Meredith. I knew it! I knew you were going to say that. It's like, there's two ways, and then I knew you were going to do that. You... Okay, 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 okay. Ooh. This is really bad. Hang on, just got to uh, gotta get my Meredith voice <clears throat> ready. Gotta hear those. Okay, I walk up to um, Mary. He's facing away from you slightly, but you can see his eyes flicker towards you. He's noticed you approach. Hello, Mary. He turns towards you. His brow creased, a slight look of confusion on his face, which evaporates after a moment. Have you had any luck finding my dog? He shakes his head. No. Why were you wearing a mask? He doesn't answer. And instead, he looks down at the grave before him. By this point, the sun is starting to set. But you can still make out the words inscribed on the headstone in the dying light. It bears the name Roderick Pride. The date of death, just three years ago. Mary kneels down before it. 
This grave belongs to the beloved of the man who killed my grandson. He reaches out a hand and traces his fingertips over the letters on the grave. I'm not doing this for revenge, but if I do find vengeance on my path, I won't complain. He plunges his hand into the earth, sinking it up to his wrist. The red spider lilies surrounding the grave all seem to shiver and dull in colour. He removes his hand from the grave, stands, and moves back. You feel a slight tremor in the ground, and hear a dull crack from somewhere beneath the headstone. The earth starts shifting, piling upwards, until something breaches the soil from beneath. A somewhat decomposed corpse emerges from the grave, dirt cascading from it as it rises. The remains of Roderick Pride stand before Mary. He looks up at the creature, apparently in awe and fear at what he created. Shaking slightly, he plants both palms against the ground and starts muttering something under his breath. The ground begins to shake again, and you hear the sounds of more coffins being broken open from the inside. You watch in horror as the earth of every single grave is disrupted by the corpses digging their way out of them. They force their way out of their own graves, some of them horrifically half-decomposed, some still freshly rotting, and some are even just skeletons. They all slowly get to their feet, each one eerily quiet, and look to Mary. Bring chaos. Silently, the undead all turn to the gates of the graveyard and lumber towards them. They filter into the streets at a slow pace, swaying gently from side to side. For a few moments, everything is quiet, except for the scuffing of feet across the ground. Then, the screams start. As this is happening, I'm going to put the mask back on. And I'm going to cast Disguise Self again. Oh? And I'm going to disguise myself as Mary. Is playing in the next room. I, I can hear the bass. <laughs> How is it every single time we're here they're doing this? Is this constantly? I swear they weren't doing this. Every single time we record, we're there.
there, they're there, they're just there, dancing and singing and whatever they're doing and clapping. There's so much clapping going on. <laughs> Rehearsals! Yeah. Hear that beer in the studio. Quick, show tune. 